Awesome. Amen. Merry Christmas. It's so good to see you, uh, to welcome you to Providence Church on this very, very special night. My name's Jacob. I'm one of the pastors here. And as Mark said, we've been looking forward to this, uh, praying for you, and excited that we get to share this great announcement, which is being shared uh, all over the world and has been shared for 2,000 years. It really is a privilege, I think, for all of us to be here, uh, to join in this service and to think about what it must have been like for Joseph and Mary to take this trip, <laughs> this long uh, expedition for the purpose, uh, one purpose, but then it turned out the purpose of welcoming the king into the world. And it, it reminds me of when uh, Rachel and I were expecting our first child which was almost 18 years ago. And we were told, you know, I was told to have a bag packed, you know, to have my things ready to go. But it was really hard to think about all the things that I might need to take when what really was in my mind, you know, was thinking about the journey and what I would bring home, right? So it's hard to think about sometimes what you'll bring when all you can think about is what you're going to bring home. And really what was in my mind that I remember thinking about was the drive, you know, to the hospital. Like I'd kind of... Uh, made a story of that in my mind, like I was going to drive like 100 miles an hour down the interstate and hope that a police car pulled me over, you know, and then just kind of look over and like just point to my great child, wife, and labor and just be like, let's do this, you know, and then have the police escort, which that didn't happen because Rachel didn't let me break the speed limit. But anyways, uh, to think about, you know, I had all these things in my mind of what the experience would be like. and It was hard to think about how to be prepared for that. And I wonder if Joseph felt prepared for that felt prepared for the first Christmas? Was he, was he ready? You know? Was he ready for what a 100-mile donkey ride from Nazareth to Bethlehem would be like? What was it like to journey like that through treacherous terrain over mountains in the middle of the winter with your wife who's nine months pregnant? And then he has to think, well, she's not even my wife yet. All that got mixed up. You know, she got pregnant. It's not by me. And well, it's complicated. And so I just wonder if Joseph felt prepared you know, did he bring enough bread for the journey? Did he fill the wineskins up uh, with water? Did he bring, I wonder, did he bring a lamp to set up camp at night? And they just had these pottery lamps that you filled up with oil. I don't know if they had, you know, um, like the headlamps that we wear. It's like, how did, he, how did he prepare for such a moment? And then uh, it hit me that he probably didn't feel prepared at all. Like, what would it be like to enter into Bethlehem the city of David, where all his ancestors are from. But on this night, it was jam-packed, and the roads were tight, and there was nowhere to, to, to stay. Like, was it like Pigeon Forge last weekend when I was there with my family, you know, where the roads were so packed, and I did not know that I was in the lane for the Christmas store, which is really a backed-up lane. And I was like, we got our own Christmas store back in Mount Juliet. You know, it's just, I was frightened. I ain't going to have to stop here. It's frustrated. And I wonder, like, did Joseph yell? Did Joseph get frustrated? Is Joseph tired? Is Joseph afraid? Is Joseph ready? Were they, were they ready for the first Christmas? And it reminds me of that question. I don't know if people have been asking you, but people ask me all the time, are you ready for Christmas? Have people been asking you that? Are you ready for Christmas? And that question, I think, has a lot to do with gifts or decorations or the food being ready. Like, are you, are you ready for Christmas? But I, I, when I hear that question, what I feel like people are really asking me, it's like code. You know, they're saying like, are you okay? That's what I feel like. I feel like they see something in me. Like, they're like, how close are you to a breakdown? 
Are you all right? And so, you know, tonight I bring you that question, you know, like, are you ready for this? And what I mean by that is, how are you doing? Are you okay? Are you really okay? Do you feel like you, you, you got what it takes to make it? And I know I've been silly some, but I'm not really asking that flippantly because I know this church community and I know our community. And I know within this room there are those of us who are like, am I ready for the first Christmas, this Christmas without this loved one? Am I ready for this Christmas where my, where my kids are going to their dads? Am I ready for all this? And as I've been reading the story this year, in a year that's been, you know, particularly hard, we kind of say that every year, but we'd give 2021 pretty high marks on that, wouldn't we? Particularly hard. It's like, am I, am I ready? And when I read the story, what I see in Joseph is that my guess is he did not pack everything. My guess is he faced some things that even in this crazy situation that he knew he was in, he wasn't expecting When I read Luke chapter two and try to read between the lines of Mary's experience, it seems to me that she wasn't ready for it all to be having a baby and be a teenager and not be married and be in a barn with Joseph like this. How could she have been ready for it all? How could she have not been wishing her mom was there? How could Joseph not be wishing his mom was there? How could they have not wished they were back in Nazareth with their family? How could they have been ready? Of course, they were like us, overwhelmed, frustrated, scared. And then, and then in that situation, their baby was born. And they wrapped him in cloths. And they placed him in a feeding trough. And I imagine them holding each other for a moment. And I imagine them crying tears of absolute wonder and crying tears of absolute joy and crying tears of absolute fear. (laughs) In that moment, God showed up. God showed up in their lives. And while that was happening, in a field close by, there were shepherds who were out working in the middle of the night And it says a light showed up and the light shone around them, a light in the middle of the night. And they were terrified. And an angel said to them, you don't have to be terrified because what's happening is you're receiving the announcement that in your town tonight, the city of David, the jam-packed town of David, a king has been born and he is the Messiah and he is the Lord. We're bringing good news of great joy and it's for all the people. And that means it includes you, third shift worker, shepherds. And they jumped up and they ran into the town and they found exactly what God had said would be there. A baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a feeding trough. And he was the Lord. And guys, we won't always know what to bring to these moments that God is setting up. What's more important is what we bring home. It's what we bring home. And that's why we have a dream for a place in the mountainous northern part of rural Nicaragua that you've never heard of or probably never seen. It's why we are dreaming about kids growing up there and not dying from common diseases that come from dirty water. It's why we have a dream for wells to be dug and water systems to be put in so that girls don't have to carry water (laughs) 
for the rest of their lives, but instead go to school and have dreams. It's why our offering tonight will go to do something really simple, and it's to shine light in a place, whether they're ready for it or not, that people far, far away, because of the story we're talking about tonight, care and give and sacrifice. It's why we have a dream. Maybe you've heard of our crazy dream for Wilson County. We want to see everyone fed, every last one of them. We can't think of any good reason why a child in Wilson County should go to bed hungry. We don't want any kid on Saturday, just because it's the weekend, to not have breakfast because they're not at school. We believe in Wilson County that senior adults shouldn't have to wonder where lunch is coming from. And so like whether we're ready or not, we're going for it. And we're giving tonight as much as we can to the Mount Juliet Help Center as they build a new building to expand the dream so that everyone in Wilson County can be fed. And so I have a statement for you tonight. I want you to see it before you say it. And the statement is, I'm ready for Christmas. And when you say it, I'm gonna ask you to say it in just a moment, but what we're saying is not, we got our act together, okay? What we're saying is, I need Jesus just like Joseph did. I need Jesus just like Mary did. I'm a third shift worker, I, I need Jesus. And so I invite you to say it with me. I'm ready for Christmas. <laughs> and that's what tonight is all about. Just a big group of people saying, Oh, we need the baby who was born in Bethlehem. I need him. I'm ready for Christmas, which is not to say I have my present spot. It's to say I need him in my life. And you may have come tonight totally ready for Jesus. That may have been kind of what was in your step as you were walking up the hill and coming in here. I'm ready for Christmas. I'm ready for Jesus. And I know there's others of us here tonight. And we're like, I'm not ready for this at all. I barely got in the door. And so here's what this means. I think it's for everybody. It's just saying, I'm ready for a savior. I'm ready for light to shine in my life, in my family. I'm ready for somebody to speak to me some good news. <laughs> I'm ready to hear a word from God. It's just saying, I'm ready for the light that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And guys, tonight, the light is a baby boy. <laughs> and he's come to our town and it's for all the people. And he is the Messiah and he is the Lord and he is the King and his name is Jesus. Whether we're ready or not, Jesus has come, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for sending your son into our world. Thank you, God, for taking on flesh and walking our earth. Thank you, Jesus, for facing every temptation I've ever faced, every struggle, every fatigue, every moment of feeling overwhelmed. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to the world. And tonight, it's about him as a baby boy. And we say, welcome, Jesus. Welcome to our world.